Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Runs World Podcast with me, Rick Pearson. Me, Ben Hobson. And me, Jane McGuire. Nearly forgot. Nearly, Nearly forgot, forgot what to me. do. <laughs> She's back. She's back. Hi, uh, today we're talking with uh, Dr. Josie Perry about running and stress. Ooh. But you're back, Jane. That's that's the major news. You're back on the podcast. Yeah, I'm back because people will see this title and feel stressed and then they'll hear me and they'll be like, ah, oh, she's like, back. Oh, that's fine. What or they'll be like, she is the most stressy version of the two. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get her on. <laughs> um, uh, do you find running stressful or is it the great stress reliever, both of you? Ooh. A bit of both. But both. I think training for something is stressful. Running itself makes me not stressed. So what can we conclude storm. from that? <laughs> Dunno. Don't train for things, just go running. I think that's really true. I think like that running starts off as a stress reliever and then the more serious you get about it, yeah. Yeah. the less of a stress reliever it is and it can sort of um go into the other side of things and be a, a stress creator. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and that's, it's definitely been that for me at, at times, I think. So I think there's a there's a fine balance to be had with with anything you're passionate about, right? And it, you can you can kind of kill it by being I don't know super serious about it or kind of it being all about performance. And I think that's um that's an area I've got into definitely. Oh, for sure. I think that we're society. I mean, this is a super niche aspect of it, but when it becomes anything to do with your work as well, which is what we have, then it becomes that kind of sucks a bit of the joy from it. Sorry, everyone, to just you know to ruin it to sort of I don't know dispel the myth or something but it does kind of actually make it you know if you take something that you really enjoy and then you sort of every single day immersed in it I don't know that 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 kind of for for a bit I've had that where I've just been like oh man I just want to go for a run I don't want it to be like tied up with work or a race or doing all that sort of yeah so but um I I, I think as a rule we don't talk enough about my years in the wedding band um it's true we don't it it was I can I can um I can report that the same thing can happen with music like um I think that, you know, after about five years of singing Brown Eyed Girl, I really didn't want to sing. Imagine how bad um, Morrison feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and it, and it, because it was this sort of job thing that was on like sort of Saturdays or Fridays. And it kind of, um, so the same thing can happen. It can, you know, music absolutely is a sort of stress reliever, I think. But what if you was do the, it in the um, wrong most capacity, requested first yeah, dance? Yeah, same Rick. question. Had exactly Ooh, the same actually, I think the first, this is the era we were in, but remember that Jason Mraz song, I'm Yours? Yeah, like, classic. That was like, that was every other weekend was I'm Yours. What about, what about like, Ed Sheeran? Were you before Ed little, Sheeran's we, time? We were a little like we were a little bit pre-Ed. Anyway, look, we've digressed. <laughs> running as running as because the thing is about running, right? Is that it is absolutely touted as a stress reliever. And there's lots of science mm. to back up the idea that running can make you not only less stressed but also more resilient to stress. Mm, for sure. So, it, so and I think that's actually it's it's kind of reason enough to move around. I don't think it necessarily has to be running. Personally, I think I think walking can probably provide. Some yeah. of those. Same I mean, exercise in general is 
that's why you know do you think though do you think like crossfit is anyone getting stress relief from like crossfit probably are yeah i mean it's stressful that stuff the few times that I've, well i think that's stressful because it's so it's such a skill set once you've got the skills i think it's stressful because it's people throwing weights yeah. in like a yeah, warehouse kind of yeah that's true it's i like, don't find that I think that I the, find the, that terrifying. That makes yeah. me feel sick just thinking about that situation. <laughs> that's all fine. I'm not that bothered about their poor form stresses me out. If I saw someone doing something and I I mean I'm obviously not a trainer in any capacity, but if I saw someone's like back looking like it was about to snap in two as they tried to lift a weight that was too big, that would stress me out a lot. So I think that any but I know what you mean about CrossFit, but I, I would find going to the gym de stressful if you're sort of like because anything that help makes you feel physically like you've conquered something i think that's kind of like yeah. where the de-stressing yeah. comes from if stress is sort of like an accumulated sense of like tension and then doing something to release that i think is that's how i see it is anything that that goes that way is, is kind of good so running is obviously one of those i, I have to say i find forms. the kind of the new type of exercise class where it looks like it's you know it's a little bit like you're in laser quest and someone's like mm. playing some sort of banging music. I, I don't find that stress relieving at all, actually. Um, it's often, you're often paying a lot of money for it and I'd put spinning classes in that. I think if I compare that from, to a, say a, a, an easy trail run somewhere nice, one of those ideas really, I find quite sort of anxiety reducing and the other one I just find really, really stressful. Well, yeah, I agree. I think, yeah. I can't remember, was it Barry's or something, Rick? I don't know why we were there, but we found ourselves yeah, in yeah. a, in that situation together and I kept looking at you being like I think I'm gonna cry because it was so <laughs> like yeah. flashing lights and like sprint sprint go yeah. and I was like wow this is hell on earth but yeah. people must love that people must they get do. like a buzz from it whereas yeah. I no, no like I don't want PRs to hear this and be like she's never going to Barry's again but dear Barry just, we apologize dear Barry I'm sorry but it's not for me it's <laughs> no, just I'm not I I, wow. I think all of those like I think the the modern f- incarnations or the modern the modern fusion fu- uh, the modern fusing of like why exercise has to be done like you're at a rave. I don't get that. Like I don't those two things can be separate. Like it doesn't it doesn't have to be super loud and like ridiculous sensory overload stuff. I think that the two things that I would say is is a bit more stressful definitely yeah well, one of the things i want to ask josie is if there's if there is a type of running that is more stress relief city i reckon city running is the most stressful and something like running or maybe something like sketchy like a real alpine ridge where it's like high high levels of death <laughs> like i disagree no i think trail running i've got better at trail running i'm finding it more interesting I also find it stressful and that I'm constantly in fear that I'm going to break an ankle, which you don't get mm. on the pavement. It's true. Yeah, that's true. You have, that do have traffic. You do have, um, I don't know, pollution. I guess just traffic, pollution. But yeah, trail running, there's just so many obstacles. I feel like there's I'm... There's more to consider, yeah. There's yeah. more to consider and it's just very uneven every time I go trail running I either fall over or kind of roll an ankle but maybe that's part of the challenge I do feel like I'm in PE whenever I do trail running I think it's I think it's got to do with the the scenery I think being immersed in green and there's definitely scientific stuff about this yeah that's probably true what happens to your brain when it's surrounded by nature is an immediate there's like a a completely positive 
de-stressing. But I think walking, if I go for a walk in nature, I feel like 10 out of 10. If I go for a run, I feel mm, 7 out of 10 because I've probably got a sore ankle. Danger. Yeah. Because <laughs> of the danger. <laughs> I've probably fallen over and have like a big muddy patch on my knee and people are like, wow, she's really bad at running. Guest of the week. Sometimes on the phone Could be an athlete Could be a physio Or a complete unknown Our guest this week is a sports psychologist and author of 10 Pillars of Success. Dr Josie Perry has worked with both elite and amateur runners to help them become quicker, happier versions of themselves and perform better when it matters. So welcome to the Runners World podcast. Yeah, great to have you back on. Um, Before we sort of get into the discussion, what do we mean when we say stress? So the psychological definition we use is that stress is when you don't feel like you have the capacity or the capability to handle some of the stressors that have been thrown at you. So what feels like a stressor to me that might stress me out because I haven't got the time to do it or I haven't got the skills to handle it might be absolutely fine to you because you've got those skills. And so it's it's a stressor, but it doesn't cause you stress. So it's really helpful to think about we have hundreds of stressors, potential stressors in life. Um, There's one long list that's been created for day-to-day life that I think has got 147 potential stressors on it. Wow, that list sounds stressful. (laughs) It does, but far worse actually. There's a list for elite athletes that has, I think, 339 different stresses on it. Um, And some of those won't be applicable to us as regular runners, things like sponsorship worries, but a lot of them are things like injury worries. How do you fit it into your lifestyle? How do you get the right nutrition? Um, are you doing too much? Are you doing too little? Are you in a safe place where you can easily go and run? Um, and then see, so you look, you've got almost 500 different stressors that we could be up against. We're then looking at, do we feel like we have the capacity and capability to handle those that are in our kind of basket in front of us? Wow. Yeah, I think when you break it down like that, it does feel like, and as you say, like everyone's skill set will determine kind of what is a stressor, right? So that's kind of where it comes in. So if anyone's new to running, they're basically mastering a new skill. So running is a stress, whereas once it's mastered, then there's other loads of other elements that come into it. Yeah. Right, got it. Um, so, so yeah, at the beginning, it might be you're actually worried about whether you can even complete that distance. Once you've completed the distance regularly, it'll be whether you can be competitive over that distance or are people judging you because you've had some great run of results and now you're worried that you're not going to achieve those. So we all manage to find our own stress um, and to bring it in. And that's why we're, if you're trying to perform at a high level, we'll find extra elements, extra stresses to add in. Um, but it's really helpful to know them. Is it like... Um... I always relate everything back to training my dog, but when we were training Toby, it was like little stresses stack up so if he's already like a seven out of ten and then the bus comes along and it's like a five out of ten he's like whoa can't cope is that the same in humans where like the pandemic and then <laughs> we're all something do- else we're happens. all like toby we're yeah. all tra- yeah. we're all learning how to how to cope with life at the same time <laughs> that's perfect i i say it's our brains are really good at compartmentalizing the things we've got going on in life so in your brain it's like you've got buckets of stress So I might have stress around the fact we're in a global pandemic, the fact I've currently got an injury so I can't run, Um, my daughter's homework that I haven't helped her with, a work issue you've got going on, 
a friend you might have fallen out with and you'll have buckets of stress and they might only be 30% full. But if you've got five buckets that are 30% full, your body only sees one bucket of stress. And so your body will be feeling 150% of stress and will be really freaking out, just like Toby. Yeah, So (laughs) Toby at the bus. (laughs) So one of the things I will do with the athletes I work with is I will give them that list of 147 life stresses and we'll work through which ones are they having to handle we'll name them, we'll theme them. So it's like, oh, this is my theme on relationships or this is my theme around running. And then we'll tackle one at a time of like, okay, right now this feels too big to handle. It's too stressful. It's, it's freaking you out and you're not behaving in the way that you want to behave around it. But let's really proactively tackle this area. What can we do? It might be find a really good physio. It might be join a club. It might be try and make better connections online. It might be get a coach. And you can really pull it apart and go, how do I make this feel less stressful? How do I give myself the capability or capacity to handle this area? And then actually, it's far less stressful. And I can move on to the next bucket of stress that I'm dealing with. Do you, do you find that stress is, is kind of a control issue? Is that where, it, so if you take the list and you're naming these things and then working through them in a sort of orderly fashion like that, is it is it a sense of having control over the stresses or is it just a management of what how like how much you sort of focus on them so control can be really helpful because it makes us feel like things aren't on top of us we're looking after those things so absolutely that can be helpful but there are many things in life we have absolutely zero control over and actually accepting that rather than fighting it is really helpful. So another technique I'll do with athletes is called a control map. And we'll literally get three columns on a sheet of paper and we'll write down, what can you control about the race you've got coming up? What have you got no control over whatsoever? And the one most runners will worry about is the weather or the hills, the course that they're gonna go on. And it's like, you can't control either of those. And yet you are wasting so much energy worrying about them and being anxious over them. And so being really blunt, there's this whole list of things you can do nothing about. If you're going to waste all that energy, you're not spending the time and the energy worried about the things you can do about, like the preparation, the training, the warm up you do. So we really then try and move runners on to focusing on the stuff they can control. And that makes them feel much better about what they're approaching. Why is it so important, Josie, to keep on top of stress? Like what would be the some of the consequences of of getting too stressed out and how would that affect your running and your life? Well, short-term stress can actually be okay for us. When we get that short-term burst of anxiety, we've got cortisol, we've got adrenaline rushing around our body. It prepares us for handling the stressful thing and sometimes that can be helpful. Sometimes it's really unhelpful and we need techniques to kind of reel back from it. But short-term, it's okay long-term so kind of chronic stress chronic anxiety is incredibly harmful for our body because we're continually flooding our body with unhelpful chemicals so ibs is something that's connected a lot to stress and anxiety Um, and the last thing a runner wants is ibs because it means you're out there running and you've got stomach cramps you feel like you need to go to the toilet the whole time your heart rate gets raised all the time your breathing rate is constantly raised um One of the things we see when you've got those chemicals flooding your body 
um, tight shoulders, really tight muscles that you just cannot move. Um, we see that, say, in tennis when somebody's completely freaking out about the fact yeah they say get playing. tight right yeah yeah they really can and you just can't play the same we saw it with simone biles at the olympics at the summer she couldn't do her performance when she's that anxious she'd really harm herself so um if you've got that all of the time and people that have been for like a sports massage and they lie down on the table and their masseur is like wow you've got knots in your shoulders that's not from their running it's from kind of long-term chronic stresses that we've got um, that are making our body feel really uncomfortable. It makes us feel uncomfortable when you've got the same ruminating thoughts running around your head, making you feel rubbish. So, I mean, I think because we've sort of talked a bit on sort of the, the, the things with running that can be stressful, but I think a lot of people get into running because it is a great reliever of stress. So how does that sort of play out? What are the sort of the things that are happening to a person when they run that, are, that, that allows it to be such a reliever? So they're, they're doing lots of research into this area about why it's helpful. Um, there's a number of different theories. So one of them is that it, it provides a distraction. So when you're actually focused either on the podcast you're listening to or the music or the sound of your feet or you're running with others and chatting it's a really good distraction from the things that are stressing you out because you can't go and do anything about them. At that moment, it's kind of, it's your time you're focused on something. So just for the distraction itself, it's really helpful. Then there's this idea that exercise changes our physiology. So um, the part of our brain that causes, the, the kind of the threat part of our brain, the amygdala, gets switched on when we're really, really stressed when we're really anxious um, and that causes that trigger of all those chemicals around our body but when we're running we know that blood goes to our prefrontal cortex and that's a really cool part of our brain that's the part of our brain that makes really good decisions helps us think creatively it connects to our hippocampus which is where we make good memories and our knowledge is based so actually if we're, we're sending lots of blood to that area it helps that trigger a lot more and that's great we start to be able to make good decisions we start to be more creative in our thinking we start to figure things out so those can be really helpful to um, change some of that physiology that we're feeling and there's other really basic ideas around actually just having a warmer body and having increased blood flow helps us feel better and then we have the things about the endorphins that you get afterwards and that smugness when you've got your run done and you're like, yes, done it for today. I get to write it in my training diary. I get um, that great feeling in my brain from the dopamine going that I've ticked something off that I'm working towards. So there's lots of different theories, but all of them lead us to this can be a really good way to combat anxiety. What do you think? Because I've... I find the act of running to be a stress relief, but everything around running, and I'm talking mainly about social media and Strava, to be the worst possible thing (laughs) in the world, and it just stresses me out. Is that, do athletes feel this too? And what should we do to like, still love running, but I guess it's just delete social media, isn't it? But that seems extreme. (laughs) Um, I think social media can be brilliant for some elements. So one of the ways that we get really intrinsically motivated to do the activities we do is by feeling part of a community and having a sense of belonging to what we do. Social media can be really good for that. 
So when I, I'm on a Facebook group at the moment, um, 30 and 30, and it's everybody running every day in November. And I can't do it because I'm injured, but actually I'm following what everyone else is doing and it's helping me with my my physio and my recovery and doing my own thing because they help me feel motivated and it's a really nice community. And so social media stuff can be great for that. It's when it becomes a pressure and it's comparisons that it gets bad. So I did some research a few years ago on exercise addiction and whether it was increased by the use of technology. And one of the interviews I did, I will never forget because this girl talked about how she had been injured and she'd been off running and she went for her first run back and she just said it was a brilliant run by the river and it was a beautiful sunny day and she just had a brilliant time and she remembered why she loved running so much. And she walked in the door and her watch uploaded to Strava and she saw that her brother had run further than her and her friends had run faster than her and she felt an utter failure. It was a complete waste of a morning because everyone else was better and she was a rubbish runner. And that just, and that's the bit, yeah, because she'd had a brilliant run until she knew what other people had done. And, and running can really fuel those comparisons because we're comparing ourselves to very clear speeds, distances. Um, and so it, it feels very easy to compare ourselves to others, even though we're often running for very, very different reasons. There's, there's a race group I go to and uh, they have a brilliant sign that they stick up saying, don't measure yourself along someone else's ruler. And I think that's so important because we do, we look at, you can't help it. You'll look and see what somebody else has been doing, how far they go, what distances they do. And yet that is not why I run. I run for the headspace it gives me, the sense of achievement I get, um, the fact I get to meet brilliant people, and yet I still then get upset because I'm not doing as well as other people that have got entirely different genes to me, a different background, different environment, different lifestyle. So if you can, I wouldn't say you have to switch off every tech you use, but certainly have some runs where you don't measure, you just go out for the joy of it. Um, and to be really aware and I guess self-awareness of am I measuring myself by somebody else's ruler here or should I be looking at my values for running and measuring myself against those values. This is the Runner's World Podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. 
United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. We're wondering if there's a type of running that is particularly good for stress relief i'm probably making generalizations here but i guess that our thought was you know track intervals might give you a buzz but maybe they're not a stress relieving thing whereas a kind of long slow walking a long slow run in the country might be yeah I, i think it's really personal on what you love and we all get a different buzz from different things i would say the stress comes when it's competitive and when it's very easy to measure and then maybe when it's new and different. So there are certain environments. My, my husband does ultra running and I've seen some of the courses they do along kind of the southwest coastal path and they terrify me. It wouldn't just be, can I do the distance? It was like, can I not fall off the edge of a cliff? Yeah. So, so that would be very stressful for me because I haven't got the capability and the capacity to do it. He has. He would find that much more enjoyable than something where he's being measured on a track. So, so finding your comfort zone in running, I think, is really important. Of the when I am feeling stressed, where is my comfort zone? There is some nice research that talks about um, green and blue running. That talks about um, when we are running outside, it's really helpful to either be in the greenery or to be near a river. And that they do this really nice way of researching runners where they stick a microphone on people and they will go out for a run and the, those participants will talk the whole time to the microphone about what they're enjoying and what thoughts are going through their head whilst they're doing it. So they can kind of try and work out what running, what types of running are good for us, what we get the most enjoyment from. And they find it's running near blue water or running kind of through greenery. So I would say if you're having a really stressful day, a run through the centre of London is probably not going to be a brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah. But taking the Thames path home or going out to your local reservoir that you can run around the edge might be much better for you. I would hate to listen to whatever I said on that microphone. (laughs) I think it'd be absolutely (laughs) insane. Can you imagine? (laughs) Those poor people. (laughs) The, the research they should you should definitely be part of that program the research show yeah. can you imagine oh my gosh what would what, i don't even I, I don't even know what that what would come out of my mouth if you recorded me for an hour of running it's it's interesting that i think people start off very cognizant of the fact that they're being recorded and they probably rein mm. it in yeah um, and we'll get a lot more open towards the end of it it's probably like this podcast people probably heard what yeah. i'd say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there any benefit Josie, of like um because I know, sort of, like in in general anxiety, to sort of expand your comfort zone and to do these sort of stretch experiences, what you call actually is something that would be encouraged. Is could you use running in that way and say, look, actually, I don't, I, I know I can do the, the sort of long, slow stuff. What I, what I need to do actually is put myself deliberately under stress in my running, and as a result, my everyday life, if I, if I go and have a positive experience, I'll actually feel less stressed as a result. Oh, it's a tricky one. I I think you can only handle stress in one area at a time really Mm. and so if everything else in your life feels quite comfortable you're happy in your relationships you've got good friendships going on you're doing okay at work 
then that's the time to go out and go, right, how can I push my running? How can I go and do that sub three hour marathon I wanted to do? Go and do that sub hour 10K, whatever your thing is. But you kind of need the rest of the environment to be going well. If you're somebody who likes high performance and thrives at that and is really pushing, you end up getting burnt out because you try and then go and achieve highly in every single area. And when I think about when our when our threat response can get triggered in our brain, there's kind of two elements to it. One is when values that are important to you become violated. So if high performance to you is really important to you, it's a massive value of yours, and you go off and do something and you're not going to be able to achieve at high performance, you're much more likely to feel stressed and anxious. But I also feel there's like a threshold for that that threat response to go and we need to make that threshold as high as possible by creating a really nice environment for ourselves in our lives and when we start to lower that threshold we're much more likely to be triggered and things that might lower the threshold are brand new experiences a global pandemic um, not being really well or unhealthy injury risk being hungry being tired having fallen out with somebody and the more we can think of how do we create a high threshold for that threat system to go off by putting all these other good things in our life then we can push ourselves with our running but if we've got a low threshold and then we go off and achieve try and achieve amazing things we're much more likely to feel anxious about it i think that um the, the great and then you probably have this I don't know I'd say as a non-professional runner I've stressed quite a lot about injury but um injury I guess from an athletic from a, an athlete performance point of view must be a great point of stress um as in the potential of and then recovering from um how how is that sort of part and parcel of the stress of running and how and sort of how do you deal with that with athletes I would say you're talking about the threat of and recovery from the the worst element is actually after that it's the fear of re-injury because at that point you know how hard it is to come back you know the pain you've been through you know the frustration you missed a bunch of your goals or races that you wanted to do and you're constantly looking out for a a a trigger or, or a noticing of something that it's coming back and so you're on high alert the whole time. So you're already more alert for things coming up. You're, you're feeling very stressful. And I, if there was one thing I could figure out, I, and I would make my millions from this, it's how do runners and athletes distinguish discomfort from pain? Because to do well, we need to be uncomfortable at times. We need to be able to push ourselves just beyond our comfort zones, and that's going to be dis- discomfort but we need to be able to pull back very quickly when we spot pain because pain means something's injured, something's hurt and we need to stop before we make it worse. And that's a constant tightrope for athletes and runners to try and navigate of how is this discomfort, particularly coming back from an injury, it's going to be uncomfortable. You're doing something your body hasn't done for a while and where is it pain and where do I stop? And that's the area we just end up questioning ourselves all of the time. And I guess the only advice I have there is to take things really slowly so that 
you don't push yourself too far and have to reel back too far so it's like just the tiny tiny baby steps um until you can feel that yes it's a little bit uncomfortable because i'm doing something i haven't done for ages but it's not painful there you go i definitely can relate to that having been injured and then you come back from an injury and it's actually physically you're aware that everything is healed or that you know the the uh, original symptoms have gone and you're actually just if you were able to switch off your brain you're, and just let your body move your body would feel fine and you'd probably relax into it more and thus feel better but then the yeah. stress comes in muscle tightness everything you freak yeah. out and then you're so, so it feels yeah it feels much worse <laughs> so. yeah and you hit the nail on the head there with um this idea if i could switch my brain off so i would say well over half the people that come to see me come because of anxiety performance anxiety around their sport and they all say my body knows what to do i've done all the training it's fast enough if i could just take my brain out of my head i would do brilliantly and and we think very we think about stress as being a very mental thing but actually it has really strong physiological responses on our body and we try and separate out brain and body when it comes to sport and we should think of them much more connected because when we're anxious when we're feeling those stresses that we can't handle it causes huge issues physiologically and then we can't respond in the way that we want to when we can't give the performance that we want to so i think it would be more helpful if we really thought of them as connected and not as a I just want to take my brain out and my body would be fine because obviously we can't anyway um but they they really really interconnect i think that's um i think i mean we always we talk about kipchoge and his like his smiling and how he's sort of uh i mean beyond his incredible physiological capabilities his attitude tends to be the thing that really sets him apart and that sort of positivity and the smiling and the sort of like all the sort of all the stuff that you kind of hoped you'd be able to do and i feel like that's an an example possibly of where that that the brain body combo is actually a real winner yeah so my cheesiest line as a sports psychologist is uh grinning is winning oh on a it's, uh, so it's, put it on a mug it's fine we've 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 had yeah. mo- we've had motion is lotion before so we? yeah <laughs> motion is so, lotion grinning so is winning it's, good. it's super cheesy but there's some really good research in this area where they have looked at runners on treadmills and got them to smile at certain points and the runners will feed back afterwards it reduced the perception of effort that they were feeling they were putting into that session and so they can either go for longer or they can go harder or they enjoy it more there's some other research they did on cyclists where whilst they were cycling in a lab they flashed up photos of people far too quick to really notice but half of them saw photos of people smiling and half of them saw photos of people grimacing and the people that saw people smiling were able to go 16% longer than the people who saw the grumpy grimacing faces so I love the idea that when we're running a race if we smile we reduce our perception of effort but we also then tend to get supporters smiling back at us and that again helps us feel better so you get kind of double bubble from it so so and another cheesy one we end up bringing up is smile every mile so every time you go through a mile marker give yourself a grin and it actually then helps you feel a bit better yeah i love that it's so easy as well isn't it, it doesn't require any equipment it's just yep. sort of slightly change of um yeah. perspective and stuff yeah yeah 
Josie, thanks so much for coming on the Runners World podcast. Great to talk to you about um, running and, and stress relief. Uh, thanks very, very much for your time. And we'd love to get you back on at some point in the near future. Cool. Thanks for having me. So that brings us to the end of this week's Runners World podcast. A huge thanks to our guest, Dr. Josie Perry, and to you, of course, for listening. You should subscribe to Runners World magazine. You can either get three issues for £5 and by visiting hearstmagazines.co.uk slash runnersworldpodcast to get this exclusive listener offer. Or you should just subscribe to the whole thing because then you get 12 issues a year. One of the only magazines really in existence anymore that comes out 12, 12 issues a year, thus making it the best. Also, you're listening to the Runners World podcast. Congratulations. I do hope you've clicked subscribe. If you haven't, please do. Then send a link to all your friends and tell them to listen to this fantastic running podcast because they'll need it in their lives, especially this episode about stress because everyone's got stress and we don't need any more stress. We don't want no stress. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.